0: This episode of the Effort Discussion Podcast is brought to you in part by Hanukkah. You know, Hanukkah. That holiday that not everyone celebrates. That you specifically probably don't celebrate. And know very little about it. But we know all about your holiday. Because we're the reason that we have to call it a holiday now, isn't it? So that we can be included. Because we're not recognized to have actual holidays. Because while you get to have your days off... As a granted thing. We don't. So you know what? Have a very earnest, happy Hanukkah from all your friends at Up for Discussion. Probably mostly just me, David, Resident Jew Boy
1: now that's a mashup <laughs> <laughs> now that's what i call mashups volume three <laughs>
2: Am I supposed to go now? Hi, this is the F Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order where we talk about them. I'm your sniffly host, Simon Peltier.
3: I'm Adrian Schoen.
2: I'm Johan Denora. And I'm Santa. And oh, 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 I, oh, oh, oh. this is distracting. because So, for audiences, we can hear the music right now. Yeah. And it's okay, good. I'm seeing an end. There's an end inside. It's. There's an end in sight. Uh, and just
4: like the song has an end in sight, so does this year because this is our yeah. last episode of 2017. Yeah. Aww. And just
2: like just like this song, I wasn't sure if the year would ever end until about eight seconds ago. Right. Yeah. So you can see the timeline of the year. Now, kind of now, now I see it.
3: It's yeah. still just a never ending. This was a bold choice. Thanks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's also bold to not tell us about <laughs> it just before.
4: That's my little Christmas gift to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's the holidays, everybody. It is. It's the Christmas days. It's the Christmaca. It's actually not the Christmas days yet. No. You know the, the 12 days? Pulling back the veil. Well. Yeah. Nice. That was a good end. Right? That was a good end to the... Satisfying. That was a good royalty-free end.
4: Yeah. Too. <laughs> it was, it, I promise it was royalty-free. I made sure. Uh, guys, Yeah. speaking of royalty-free, it's Boxing Day. It's not Not yet. And that means <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not at the time of recording. <laughs> uh, when this is released. Oh. <clears throat> Let's turn that again. Well, folks, it's Boxing Day, and that means it's time to roast like a chestnut by the fire, listen to your favorite Up for Discussion podcast, and find something to do with the rest of that present budget you just didn't get around to spending. With all those gift cards you got from coworkers who don't know you that well, you won't have to pay for anything till February. What can be done with all this extra cash? What if you could... Pay it forward to a worthy cause Nice. to make sure the dulcet tones you're hearing now can keep on flowing. Dulcet. Dulcet. Well, folks, there is a way, (laughs) and that way is Patreon. And since we've caught the holiday spirit, if you give to us, we'll give back to you. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on Patreon, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendalyn, Candice, Eric, Carlea, Thomas, and George. George. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. Pledge $10? Simon over here will rant about something for you.
2: I'm really pissed off that no one has taken this yet. Can I can I talk about this for a couple minutes? No, because nobody has paid. Keep going, Tom.
4: You want to hear Simon rant? Ten (laughs) dollars. Pledge at the twenty dollar level. Kate Bradley will draw a portrait of you or somebody else you like. If you pledge twenty five dollars, you can hop on a Skype call with me once a month for about an hour. At the fifty dollar level, we'll record awesome customized ads for you to play during episodes of our show. And brand new perk at the hundred dollar level, Julian will read your favorite children's story to you in a super intimate, exclusive audio file. Oh wow!
2: <laughs> like a, I'm I'm picturing like a like a go the fuck to sleep type thing. That was the one he suggested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. So if you want to hear that's that, good one
1: hundred dollar. Our first Patreon topic comes from Eric, who asks, "What are your thoughts on the game of chess? How good are you? Do you enjoy it?" Hmm. Well, no. It's a game as old as time. Uh, True as it can be. I am not good at chess. Same. Um, and thus I don't enjoy it.
4: <laughs> because the that. only
1: people that want to play chess with me are people that are very good at chess. There's it's never like, "Hey, I'm also beginning at chess. Want to try this out yeah. with me?" It's yeah. like, "Hey, I've read books about chess. I've watched matches online. I know all the the ways to win." Yeah. Do you and do you,
2: an idiot, want to play with me, a grandmaster? <laughs> yeah. um, but I've had that exact conversation many a time. Are you the idiot times. or
1: are you the
4: grandmaster? I, no, I'm the idiot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is anyone here a grandmaster? I'm somewhere between an idiot and a grandmaster.
1: There's a big range. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know how to play chess. Well, yes. <laughs> I have played chess. Oh, okay. Um, I, I used to play when I was a kid a lot. And I like I was beating my older brother, and I would play on the Super Nintendo, and like uh, mm. I, I liked chess. You and played
1: chess on the Super Nintendo? I did. Oh, was it like battle chess?
3: No, it was nothing fancy. Oh, it, was it was probably like chess? the cheapest game you could probably buy on Nintendo. And uh, as I got older, I, I was dating a guy in high school who was really smart, very, very good chess player. And he went to like a tournament, and he said that...
2: Is, is he the same guy who's now like at MIT or whatever? No, like, different I, guy, no.
3: but... Um, also very very clever but he uh <laughs> he uh wait, oh uh he went to a tournament and the first guy they sat him down with uh was clearly like had, had some sort of mental issue and uh he lost to him like badly like very 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 badly who lost to who uh, the guy you knew lost to the yeah area. lost to this guy who clearly mm. had had something going on uh which i think turned out to be like asperger's because he mm. won the entire tournament but he was so discouraged yeah. that like the first round he was in he was oh. just annihilated but we used to play and he would because he didn't want to just like cream me he would uh he would play so that he would always make it like a draw which is uh, super infuriating and boring.
2: That's really manipulative <laughs> too. But that's also very skillful on his part. Like I want to give him credit. Like no. you don't just to, to to organize a draw. is pretty good. That's
1: what Renee does to me with Uno. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so S- same plane. So I know that feeling. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm gonna, I'm about to drop a fact. Uh, when I was in grade two, mm-hmm. I won third place in the Verdun Youth. A chess competition. Wow. wow,
4: that's two places behind winning.
2: <laughs> Me playing against uh five other people. I was number three, this is the exact middle. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. You were the top of the middle, sort of. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, though. yeah, and that's as good as, at, at chess as I've ever been. I get that. That's I, better th- at chess <laughs> than I. Certainly, yeah, yeah. When, I get that though. Kids
4: playing chess is a totally different ball game because there's no like yeah. wild like intense strategy going on. It's all very yeah. like one move to the next, like at yeah. most a couple moves ahead. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. feel like it's probably more interesting to watch.
2: Yeah, Ch- chess is one of those things that I, I kind of there's, there's a part of me that wishes I was really good at it just to kind of like whip out that skill mm. at, at various times. But I, it's not. I don't want it bad enough. To put in the effort to become good at Mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I get that. I think
1: knowing someone is good at chess tells me so much about that person already. Yeah. And tells me I I don't exist on the same plane as Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. just in terms of intelligence. Now, (laughs) I I think that part of the reason I don't play chess is because I grew up with video games. And that just drew my attention. But that said... If I was guaranteed a way to always play chess the way they played it in Harry Potter that one time, <laughs> oh, man. now that is something I could fucking get behind. Yeah. Riding on the night and going to your certain doom as Ron Weasley did in that first mm. in that first film and book, but mostly film, because I only watched the film because as I mentioned earlier, I'm an idiot. <laughs> in the book too. Um that now that is the thrill. That is the thrill I can go for. Mm-hmm. And actually one time I did come close to doing that. I played chess in a we went to Ireland, my family and I, and there was we were at a castle. As you just have to go to castles if you're in Europe, yeah. you just have yeah. to, of course. And mean, there's had, so
2: many of them, you're gonna end up going to one by accident. Just, you know, in Italy, this was a we went to show. towns that were castles. <laughs> yeah, we went to
1: towns where they just hollowed it out. You know, the inside <laughs> was just a castle. There's though.
2: so many castles they turn them into pizza huts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Your words to God's
1: ears. (laughs) They turn them into master bus terminals. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so uh, we were in this castle and they had all kinds of activities. They had a jousting thing, which I did, which was super dope. Mm. But um, they also had giant chess, which is a thing I think like in the summer in Montreal, you could probably find Mm -hmm. a giant chess There's a place in Verdun that does that. Oh, yeah. Verdun has everything. Verdun
2: loves (laughs) chess. Verdun loves everything. And everyone loves Verdun. That is on the sign.
1: Verdun, <laughs> verdun loves, loves everything, everything and everything loves verdun that second part's not true <laughs> is the sign as you come into verdun
4: well be, hang on it, it is written in french above it about three mm, times as big first yeah. yes of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. but to be, to be real if
2: i went to anywhere and that was the slogan i would want to go there even if i had never heard of it i'd, I'd like, stay this, I'd buy a this house. is a great place yeah it's a place you could raise a
4: family yeah yeah I played a lot of chess as a kid. Uh, my grandpa was really good. Is really good. He's alive. Um, <laughs> uh, well, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe he's he shit at it now. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but I uh, I had this teacher in, I think, third grade who um, had an ongoing chess tournament going out through the entire year. Where uh-huh. he had a big, like, board written, um, <coughs> written up where you could... Basically, there was a point during the week, uh, every week, where for, like, a few hours, like, maybe the whole afternoon... Uh, students would just pair up at random and play games of chess against each other. And you scored points based on whether or not you won and also based on how many pieces you took from the other player. Mm. Uh, And so it was like kind of a game of like you want to win, but you also want to fuck them up really hard Mm, first. mm. And uh, that was super fun. (laughs) And it got us all really excited about chess, which is hard to
1: do with a group of Mm eight-year-olds. Oh, definitely with a group of eight-year-olds? Yeah, Yeah, eight or nine.
4: It was like second or third grade.
1: There was at my high school, there was a chess club, certainly. Mm but there was also a risk club, and oh. I I feel like those two <laughs> clubs pandered to exactly the opposite. Yes, <laughs> like yes. ranges. Like risk is not a very
2: it's the same good spectrum, game. but it's opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Like there's yes. there's some people who like could not care less about either.
1: Oh, certainly, certainly, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: but in terms of the like board games, society game spectrum of people, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are those are the, the two opposite ends.
1: Chess is a super complex game, that is is very low frills, and then Risk is a very simple game that is colorful and also not a great game. Yeah,
2: I don't know. It's also very complex. There's the, there's strategy involved. There's there is, but I it's think... also luck based. It's yeah. a luck based strategy game, That's which
4: true. kind of takes away most of the strategy of it. I think yeah.
3: the core of of whether or not you like Risk is how much you like to lord over your friends as their Mm -hmm. dictator Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it's an antagonistic game just like monopoly is (laughs) Yeah.
2: whereas chess is like is the kind of thing where if someone wins against you at chess it's just because they are better at chess than you like yes like just like the game of chess black and white Mm -hmm.
1: right interesting parallel
2: Whereas whereas at risk, if someone like it's it's about fierceness and it's about like willingness to fuck other people over. Right. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. with chess, it's just like I was just better at this than you were, and then you go, "That's correct. Yeah. Good game, sir." Yeah. And it's risk like,
4: has like six other colors available yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's nope. for
3: people who don't have the intelligence or focus for chess, but really hate everyone around
0: <laughs> them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> have you guys ever played Diplomacy? Yes. You've played Diplomacy. Yes. We've yes, played I Diplomacy have. together. I avoid playing Diplomacy. Yeah.
1: yeah just out of principle uh uh-huh. it's there it's enough rough. it's like yeah. risk but meaner
2: yeah yeah it's yeah. like oh. risk but there's almost no luck involved yeah
1: well like the thing in risk where you make alliances which is sort of an unwritten rule it's certainly yeah. not in the yeah. two-page rule book for risk <laughs> but it's something that always ends up happening right it's a social yeah. game that is yeah. written the that mean part and backstabbing <laughs> is written into diplomacy mm-hmm. yeah. where they're mm-hmm. like yes you have to. <laughs> in fact, it's part of yeah. the rule rule set. Yeah. They have a camera crew following you
4: around the entire time. And then they get little confession booths that people pop into for like one-on-ones with yeah. the audience. Yeah. I, I would love to. I, I like playing I, Giant I would Diplomacy in a Castle. I, I would watch a web series where it's that. Right? Yeah. Like a reality cool. show that's a board game.
1: Yeah. Urgent <laughs> casting call. <laughs> Eight people who don't like each other.
2: Non-union, non-paid. Yeah. <laughs> food provided. Pizza. Minimal food provided. <laughs> I, I learned a very interesting fact about chess uh, a couple years ago, uh, and it's also related to uh, chess's little brother, checkers. <laughs> chess's little brother, <laughs>
1: checkers.
2: That's really good. Yeah. Thanks you. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'll take it. Uh, so, uh, checkers and chess are quite similar games, and uh, someone, some, some people have run, have run the math um, because there's a there's a log that exists of. Every major chess game that's ever been played, Mm -hmm. every single move has been recorded. There's like, you can access this online. You can find them. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone ran the math. And for checkers, within a 40 move game, like 40 move, like 20 per person, uh, every single possibility has been played. Every game of checkers that you play that that is 40 moves or less, it's already been played.
5: Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's with, a solved game. Yeah.
2: Whereas with chess, there are not enough atoms in the universe to build anything to be able to record every single forty move game. Wow, forty moves or less. Mm-hmm. You, you, you cannot like. Wow. There's not enough space in the universe to keep that information. Humanity
1: really knocked it out of the park. <laughs> chess. Eh? <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Who invented chess? They must have been uh. a genius, right?
1: Or maybe. Or just really, like I like the idea that this person who invented chess did it by accident. <laughs> well,
2: someone—it's probably someone who was like, I just feel like I—I I play checkers and I just keep playing the same game over and over. I just want it to be a little more complicated. Yeah. And then I feel like it was
1: somebody who wanted to take a queen out, but it was an L shape away from their piece, <laughs> and they're like, "Here's a rule. Here's a rule that is true in this game. This guy just does an L, does a little L." <laughs> and then they, that was implemented into law, the law yeah. of the land.
2: I think I I could be wrong, but I think the person who invented it was Isaac Newton. I, I, don't, ins- think I don't think that's correct. No, true. Absolutely <laughs> incorrect. it's been
4: around since sixth century A.D. India. Wow, nice. Yep. It
2: was it's, it's, it was invented in India. Or at, at least in the sixth century uh, in India, people were playing it. Yep.
3: Do you know the story of? Um, I I might be misremembering the name of this, but it's like the the little Turk, or uh, it's an automaton uh, that played chess. Oh, what? And it was this big mystery. Like they would take it around the royal courts, and it was this little automaton, and it would it won most of the time. It was like a a perfect little chess playing computer. <laughs> uh.
2: Was there actually a person hidden in it? Yeah, it yeah. was a little person who was just jammed in the
3: front of it, who was just moving the pieces around. Oh, but uh, wow. it fooled people for years. And that's years. so great. It's such a good story.
2: Yeah, I, there's there's so many things of I, I've heard so many stories of things like that, like perpetual motion machines, mm-hmm. where like it's a it's a thing in a glass case, and it's like wow, there's a marble that falls in the thing, and there's that thing that turns, but really it's a someone in another room that's just paid to like turn a crank for days and day, <laughs> like for an entire day, and then there's a a shift change where the other person grabs the crank <laughs> and then they change. Like, there's so many stories of things like that. The Wizard of Oz being, the Wizard of being Oz. a big one, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. paint out mind
1: yeah. to the man behind uh, the curtain. Excellent point.
3: Mm-hmm. An
1: excellent point. What are, your, what are your favorite games, guys? Because Ooh. it seems like none of us here really play chess.
3: I want to do uh, boxing chess.
1: Boxing chess? What is what that? What is that?
3: That's uh, speed chess, but in between rounds, you box.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> is that a, is oh, this a what?
1: thing that's real? It's
3: a real thing. This ha- Do
2: you have to play chess with the boxing gloves?
3: Because
2: that, that'd that be awkward. That would be hard. <laughs> I that don't think that's hard.
3: part of the challenge. I think it's, it's trying to play chess with a concussion is the challenge. <laughs> oh, okay.
4: That's, gotcha. That's exciting.
3: No. Yeah. I want
1: to yeah. play car crash chess. It's like the same thing, but just gets to the point faster. <laughs> yes.
3: You just want to die playing chess.
1: <laughs> of course. Isn't that the dream? I mean, isn't that the dream, everyone?
4: <laughs> oh man. Uh I like I like Monopoly a lot. You guys mentioned Monopoly earlier Monopoly as another as well. game that's sadistic and ruins friendships. Yeah, I that's love a Monopoly. Game. Oh, it's great. I, oh. I like any game where like in order to actually finish the game, everyone has
1: to like agree be mad
4: that it is over yeah you know (laughs) Mm. like oh interesting okay because like with monopoly the tendency is that you get close to the end and then people start getting grumpy when they like go bankrupt and so people are like can we just decide that simon's the winner and then simon's like i'm fine with that and everyone's like yeah okay and then simon wins i prefer a game of monopoly where simon
2: actually just wrecks everybody (laughs) and like doesn't (laughs) have friends at the end of the game and it's like look i'm good at monopoly okay i i will say that Tom's using that example because that's a real life example that happened uh, was it like last year when we were when at your other place and we finished recording a podcast and then played Pokemon Monopoly by yeah. eating, while eating bad Pokemon capsules. Monopoly is really good though. Pokemon Monopoly is really good.
4: Pokemon also. Monopoly? Pokemon Monopoly. You
3: know, that's yeah. a game that, uh, not so much the Pokemon version of it, but the game is designed to explain why capitalism yeah. is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the whole point of it. Yeah. It it's does great. a very good job at it. Yeah. So, uh, yesterday my, uh, roommate his girlfriend and I played this game called Turo. Um, and it was—it's very cool. So the the way that it works is you have this grid, uh, and you have a little piece that you have on uh, the out the outside of the the grids, and you have three little squares um, that each have lines on them that that uh, you place in front of your your little character, and mm. w- the, you build this line, this path that your little guy moves along. And you have all these other people that are doing the same thing, and if mm-hmm. you ever meet someone else or Make it to the end you box yeah, or yeah or or <laughs> <laughs> you get in the car, yeah. and you just go straight toward a wall um if you ever like go back to it to the edge, you die, like you lose <laughs> you're done and th- there's something there's something very c- cool about the fact that you you have to play your last blow if you lose, it's because you placed your last card <laughs> that makes you move into another person's. A uh, uh, tile, or 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 um, um pawn, or it makes you move into the like like you know you're gonna lose, but you still have to play mm-hmm. the thing that makes you lose. I thought it was mm. interesting. It's that kind of like really Tron. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Tron. It's kind of yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Carcassonne, but a lot less complicated. Carcassonne.
1: Oh, oh. Tron themed Carcassonne. Into it. Is that how it's pronounced? I don't. know. I've only seen it written. It is. So yes, I'm yes, it. Yeah,
4: It's funny, we actually we talked a bit about board games on last week's episode as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? With uh, Julian.
1: Oh, sorry, I don't want
4: to tread. Yeah. Uh... Oh, it's okay. We talked about different board games. Yeah. Except for oh, cool. I uh, will
3: say, quickly, my husband and I are playing this really fun uh, board game called uh, Time Stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so cool. It's like a collaborative narrative game. It's like a hybrid of a board game and a role-playing game. Mm-hmm. And so you have a, a deck, you're a, a time agent, and uh, the, the one that comes with the set is is uh called asylum it's a 1920s asylum you take over uh a person at the asylum and then you have to stop a a temporal anomaly from happening uh Mm. in the allotted time but if you run out of time you start from the beginning knowing what you know and being able to keep certain bits of information others you have to like restart that clock and then go back and so you keep playing over and over and over until you've gotten through the entire like mystery
5: hmm.
1: yeah and there's several of them too right
3: yeah there's like a, a illuminati one and a swords and sorcery and like a, so but once you've kind of exhausted the deck it's you're pretty much done hmm. with that story but it's right. it's really cool
1: yeah i've heard really good things about it so it's boxing day which is this is a great time <laughs> if if any of these games sound interesting to you such as Monopoly or Boxing Chess, Boxing Chess. (laughs) get on uh, Amazon and uh, check it out. Yeah, take uh, take advantage of those Boxing Day sales. Mm -hmm. We're almost at time for this question, but I like Coup.
0: So anyway, go look that one up and play that. Good game. (laughs) This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by... No. Is sponsored by Digging In, a talk show podcast where George Poppy invites fascinating guests over for a home-cooked meal and interviews them about their interests and passions. Recently, our very own good, good soft boy, Tom Zalat, and I talked to George about sitcoms and, of course, podcasting while eating some delicious fishes. For that episode and more, check out Digging In, available on iTunes and Google Play. A lot of good stuff. I agree. A lot of good stuff. Well, let's stuff.
3: shift our gears. Take it down in a second. and uh, have You just did a hand motion. I can did. You, can you
2: make the sound effect, the sound version of that? <laughs> Crunch, crank, clank. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll done. take that.
3: Uh, so the second question that we have uh, comes from Kendalyn, who asks, mm. what holiday expectations do you hate the most?
1: Before we answer this, I just want to say, Kendallin, who hurt you? <laughs> it's a beautiful time of year, the holidays. <laughs> I don't hate the holidays at all. I love them. In fact, I cherish them. Yeah. I hope that you have cherished these days as well. And if not, at least cherish Boxing Day. Everything's cheaper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I will say, I saw this coming, Kendallin. Okay. I just Yeah, okay. Kendallin, we're not trying to criticize you. We care I, I about you. I am though. I am trying
4: to criticize you, Kendallin. Simon's trying to criticize you. The rest Simon's the rest gonna to send care you his side
1: podcast. That only goes up to you. But <laughs> the
3: the gift giving is really ruining like the joy of christmas.
1: Yeah, the expectation that I
3: I need to shop for 90 different people no. and yeah. get everybody something special that they like on a yearly basis or I don't love them.
2: I I honestly pick the people that I give presents to. Oh. It's the people who like mean something to me. Yeah. <laughs> Like Some means I don't even want. give gifts no. to all of those people. No. Like, I Same didn't get any of you guys anything this year. That's fine. No, for I, sure. Like, I love you guys. Like, <laughs> the, like, me giving a gift to someone d- doesn't mean that they matter more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And someone not getting a gift doesn't mean they don't matter. Right? right. right. But, like, I do specifically pick the people that, that I get gifts for. Yeah, so I, I don't end up having to shop for everyone. I
1: establish, like, um with my friend group, it's, like, five of us. And we just kind of every year figure out, okay, are we giving gifts to each other? If not, like... Let's yeah. just not give each other gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it's enough with family. You know, yeah. my my brother's girlfriend now, so there's extended family, my girlfriend. Like, there, there's enough people to have to give gifts to. I mean, I'm also not... Quite uh, an adult with a, mm-hmm. a you know a salary disposable position or, yeah with that kind of disposable income and so people are pretty lax with that right. but I think more than that more than you know ugh I have to give gifts is like mm-hmm. the people I have to give gifts to I really want to give them something good yeah and that doesn't always mean it's more expensive obviously but it is sort of trying to trying to get information from people about what they want is always tough especially in Canada where everyone's too polite to be like <laughs> this is what I want yeah like trying to. When I asked Renee what she wanted, she said something sweet and good. Ah! So I was like, okay, great. That checks off all the bad things I was going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> that checks off big spider, <laughs>
2: scary reptile, iron maiden.
1: Yeah. like no,
4: Hang on. I think a big spider is a pretty sweet gift.
1: I would... If someone gave me a big spider... Um, I wouldn't be friends with them anymore and I also wouldn't live in this country anymore. Good point.
2: (laughs) See, so I'm, I'm kind of the opposite with like... You love spiders. No, with, uh, like telling people what I want. Every year I will send my family an email. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with like, like a categorized list. (laughs) Greetings (laughs) family. You
4: know why I called you here
2: (laughs) today. Season's greetings to all of you, dearly beloved. Um, And it's a categorized list with literal links to the things that I want. And it'll be like this T-shirt link, this sweater link, these boots link. And then it'll be like books, this one, this one, this one, home things, this kettle, yeah. this pour-over system, this. Reminder: If I don't
1: receive all of these
2: <laughs>
1: by Christmas morning, I will be surely
4: disappointed. <laughs> Simon just opens up a wedding registry every. Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you do that for Christmas? I'm kind of with you, honestly. Right? Yeah, that's I, that's actually kind of in the vein of what I do. So I was having a that's conversation. An app. That's got to be an app. That's got to yeah. be an app. That's got to be an app. Copyright, copyright, TM, 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 Patent pending. Uh, I had a conversation with a a friend of mine a couple years ago about how she and I are are opposites and how we think about Christmas presents where she will go like she wants to try to figure out what the perfect gift for someone is. Whereas, I, yeah, like I said, I will give the list. And she said that if she receives a list, she will purposely not get anything. Even if the thing she thought of was on that list, she's going to go, no, I have to try to find something else that you don't even know you want. And that bothers me.
4: I think that's why you need a registry. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thinking. I would have a similar feeling, but only because I'd worry that someone else is going to buy the same thing. Yep. Mm. Unless there's a registry, <laughs> and I can say this is no longer on the
1: registry because yeah. I bought it. Guys, really though, don't steal this idea, please, please. This is no. going to be it for us. <laughs> Once we'll you get this idea this is rolling. Our thing. See, yeah, I,
3: yeah, I don't like that at all because I'm a, a grown person that I'll I'll buy things that if I want them. Like no. if I had a yeah. list of things that I wanted, I would probably just go purchase them.
2: Well, there's there's a couple things that I want that I specifically don't put on the list because I know I will buy it for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I like purposely tailor the list to be like I know that my like, and like my my family will be more likely to buy me certain things than like Claire will. Or if like a, like a my roommate says like Hey, like what kind of thing would you like for Christmas?" I'll be like, I'll um, sort of select what to tell him because I'll, I know that if I if I say hey this two hundred and fifty dollar pair of boots I'd love that for Christmas he'll be like well can't buy you that mm-hmm. <laughs> you're getting a mug
5: <laughs> <laughs> dope yeah honestly
4: yeah. yeah that's the thing like I feel like I I just don't. I don't like receiving Christmas presents for the most part for the same reason where it's like most of the time if there's something I want I'm just going to buy it Mm -hmm. and so the only things I really want are things that are super expensive or things that I don't think about and then I suddenly I'm like oh that's a really great gift which is like a Mm -hmm. terrible gift but the
1: best gift it's the best gift but it's also the most boring thing for anyone to give you because there's not the joy of unwrapping something fun you can unwrap money
5: yeah you can't
1: you can unwrap (laughs) money i mean yeah yeah is it fun sure
4: why not you get you get like a little box and oh here's the okay you get a big box i've seen someone do this another box open that box (laughs) another box open that another box inside that last box oh an envelope open that envelope surprise there's some like tissue paper in there peel the tissue paper open it's a 200 hundred dollar bill $200 $200 bill. <laughs> wow.
1: All that for Christmas. For, uh, I gave you
2: counterfeit money. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
1: I find it tough to tell people what I want because in, in my head, I'm just like, I, I don't want you to spend a lot of money on me. And also, yeah, I mean, if I want something, I, I will have gotten it. And I don't know. I, I'm not going to ask for money in that yeah. sense. Like, I, that's not a fun thing.
3: I don't <laughs> want any more shit in my life. I got too much shit. So yeah. basically, I'm boiling it down to like, I usually mm-hmm. just tell my family, like, your gift to me. Is Elapsative. that we we just don't <laughs> we don't do this. We don't do this little charade. You don't get me anything, I don't get we'll have a nice phone call. Mm-hmm, It'll mm-hmm. be great. How so, do you guys yeah. feel
4: about experiential gifts where you're like, I bought you a massage, massage. Those are dinner, or a massage, I or a like massage. tickets great. to a show? Like that's I feel like that's more
2: fun. Yeah.
3: That's my husband and I do that. Equally usually.
2: so like there's there's two ways that I think of presents when I want to give them to people. Because I like giving them presents, but like I will either I'll think of it either as something that will give this person like joy well like what's something that might make their life a little better Mm -hmm. or what's something that might make their life a little easier so like some some gifts that i give are essentially me helping them yeah right so and like i think of that way when i ask for gifts as well so on one hand i will i can ask for like specific items or like generally like i'd like like pottery mugs like a mug Mm. that's been like handmade by a a a pottery artisan this would be really fun um but but, like I also will say like I like go rock climbing and I'd really like to have my own equipment so like money to go buy my own equipment would be great
4: Right. yeah that makes sense I mean when people ask you what you want you always got to have a couple things lined up as like potential ideas (coughs) but sometimes
2: what's happening
1: whoa
4: do y'all hear that what it's the Christmas spirit, you guys.
2: Oh, is that this little tingle I'm feeling in my little stomach? It's
4: the little tingle you're feeling in your stomach, the tingle in my stomach, is not going away in spite of the emodium I took before the show. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm feeling so joyful. Yeah? I just thought we needed
2: like a little like injection of holiday joy in the middle yeah. of Kendallin's really negative <laughs> <laughs> question. <laughs> and in the midst of... Of Adrian's roaring cynicism.
3: Well, this next question's not gonna go well for us either. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh. Yeah, in terms of like holiday expectations, I think, yeah, that's the obvious one, right? Is the like, you know, gift giving stuff. But what do you guys think of like, I don't know, taking time off work? How do you guys feel about that? Because I kind of hate when I'm expected to take time off from things. And that's definitely like, That's definitely just a major flaw in me is that I'm kind of a workaholic and I hate taking breaks, but like, I don't know. I I feel like the expectation, here's what it is. It's the expectation that I'm going to be free to do things on those days because I'm not going to be working. People are like, hey, Monday, the day you normally work shitloads of hours is a holiday. So
1: I know you're going to be free. And I'm always like, no. Or that I would like to take my day off to fill it with more shit to do. Like I, I, yeah, Yeah. in theory, I'm more free during the holidays, but also that means that I want to do nothing sometimes. Yeah. And it's, that's okay too. I don't need to fill up all my time with things.
2: That's definitely, that's a problem I have is as soon as I have an ounce of free time, I just take one of the 7,000 floating plans that I have and I cram it into that little 15 minute free time that I have. And I'm like, all right, this is when I'm going to do this.
5: Yeah.
1: I've been massively unproductive this Christmas break and part of me obviously is rebelling against that and is like, You're a piece of shit. <laughs> but um part of me also accepts that sometimes that's just what you need to do and then right. you know, you'll go back to the semester at school and you'll be on your productive shit, you know. Right. It'd be different right. if during school I'm also super unproductive but I'm not. So right. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know.
4: I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think my, my problem comes like half from societal expectations that i should want a day off and half from people's expectations that on my day off i should want to spend time with them like, yeah yeah cuz it's like usually by the time i decide to take a day off it's because i'm too exhausted to do anything and so like if people are like oh let's do things on this day i'm like
2: no no i really don't want to i'd rather work you need a day to do nothing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i it's fun i've had i've had the opposite where Like this is the having just graduated. This is the first time that I haven't had a Christmas break. Hmm. Like I'm I'm working and my work schedule has not changed. I'm going to have uh, December twenty third off because that's when my family has our Christmas dinner. Uh, I'm going to work on the twenty fourth and then have the twenty fifth off and then potentially work on the twenty sixth after that. So like yeah, it's just kind Mm -hmm. of a. that's work that's the that's the thing of like working in the kind of job that i have
3: welcome to adulthood (laughs) yeah
2: yeah yeah it's kind of a mess eh like you you get so used to like this rhythm you
5: get
4: from school where it's like busyness comes in chunks and then you get chunk breaks that's such a good way to put it yeah you go to like a daily routine that's basically exactly the same year round and you got to kind of find your breaks. You can't is, wait. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so, that, so much to look forward to. Well, yeah, you're, this is, you're an actor. You'll have your breaks. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
3: If your life goes anything like mine, uh, what you're going to do when you have a day off is you're going to put on your Bambi Jim Jams. And- What's, that? What's
2: that? I don't know what that is. Jim
1: Jams are pajamas from Chicago. <laughs>
3: gonna gonna get all comfy in your your two-piece matching set of pajamas
2: yeah I haven't and had that since I was seven years old
3: you're gonna do you're it again gonna, because you're gonna, get it you're again. gonna miss the, Christmas miss the joy <laughs> of being a seven-year-old and you're gonna be like oh I just want to recapture that feeling and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on head to toe I'm gonna get some fluffy slippers I'm gonna sit down with like a some takeout and I'm gonna watch Netflix for 48 hours
0: mm-hmm. yeah straight
4: that mm-hmm. sounds great
3: have you done that Yes. Forty-eight hours. Oh, you know, I just—I uh, haven't triggered this, but I have learned that Netflix will actually contact you if you—if you binge so much that it's out of your regular viewing habits, they'll like check in with you to make sure you're. okay. Are you still watching? Yeah. No. No. They'll send you no. an email saying like, "We've oh. noticed that your your viewing behaviors are uh, more than what is normal. We just wanted to make sure that you're okay." <laughs>
2: I've I've never experienced the <laughs> "Are you still watching?" thing. I don't it, know if that's a thing that's only on U.S. Netflix. No, or if no, It's it, because I regularly pause. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It only
4: happens if you don't touch the thing mm-hmm. while you're right. while you're watching. Okay. Yeah. So if it, you skip to the next episode,
2: like at the end of the credits or whatever, right. you skip credits, they don't they don't ever check in because they're like, "Oh, he's oh, engaged." Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. yeah and I' I backtrack a lot sometimes when I <laughs> when I miss uh when I miss a line all right. yeah you're like did Sheldon just say bazinga <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I w- let me hear it one more time I watch a lot of mumbly shows like I've just gotten into uh, Mad Men again and there's a mm-hmm. lot of like <laughs> I'm like I don't know you like I just tell you <laughs> And then you zip fast, turn up, and Don Draper's going, Bazinga. <laughs> Sheldon comes out of
0: nowhere, and it's a, yeah, it's weird. That was the wildest crossover. This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by Chess, a gentleman's game. Knight to e5. Uh, uh I move this piece here. Bishop takes rook. Mm, maybe, uh, fuck, I don't know. Fuck it. This is, this is stupid. Th- fuck this game. Why, why do you always want to play this stupid, shitty game? <laughs> this game, as you call it, is a highly sophisticated strategic simulation of where fortune favors the bold and the analytical. Where those with the prowess stand as gods over those who cannot think beyond their limited faculties. Imbued with this tactical ability, none can challenge my mind. I am your master. Obey me and watch as I turn your moves against you. (laughs) This is why dad's never coming back, you know. Chess, no matter how good you are, your dad still doesn't want to deal with your nerdy ass, mm-hmm. guys. We have one more question. We do. do, you, do you, want you want to do, do it? Three do you know,
1: questions. Do you know who it's from? Guys. It's from Ho Ho himself, Tom Zolatny. Whoa!
5: Well.
2: But but I'm gonna get Simon to ask it. All right. <laughs> Just confusing. <laughs> question from your producer. What was the highlight of 2017 for you? I guess I, I'm gonna answer. Yeah, I, you're gonna I, start, uh, you better start, buddy. I mean, I graduated. That's yeah. A, that's uh, a, that's a big that feels like a gen, genuine achievement. Mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, I'm really happy about that. Was that um, really only this year? Yeah, man. Jesus. 2017. <laughs> it was in June. Yeah. June 2017. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's no. So good about shout it. out to you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I'm well now a bachelor. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> I uh, don't tell Claire. Uh, <laughs> fair, but
1: I am referring to myself as a bachelor in common yeah. conversation.
2: Yeah. I put BFA in front of every time I sign, any, I sign anything. I just put Simon Peltier BFA. <laughs> Nobody likes it.
1: Especially when you apply for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ah, I see. Yeah. When
2: I applied at the cafe, they were like, you just really need to do that. We don't I'm like everyone else here is a BFA. We all know <laughs> it
4: stands for barista friend actor.
2: <laughs> nice. I dig it. Wow, that's I, on your card. I'm going to use that somewhere. I'm going to use that somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you, Adrian?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you you joined this <laughs> podcast.
2: That's a highlight, right?
3: It, it, that is a highlight. I, I will. Uh, okay, good. I, um, <laughs> the Kingsman two, the Magic or the the Golden Circle. I I did quite enjoy that film. Um, Channing Tatum helped yeah oh yeah fun and they got the elton john and he's he's fighting crime um yeah no it was a a rough rough year like okay so i have this tooth oh and um so i had problems with cavities in between my my teeth when i was young and then uh, at some point that that uh cavity the filling cracked and then it kind of spread to the middle and they had to Core out the middle of that that tooth and because there's so little tooth left for them to put the filling in they just kind of fill the whole thing up but there, it doesn't hang on very well so i several times this has fallen out of my mouth i had it fixed in in 2016 and it's been holding uh, pr- pretty well until yesterday no. it just um, fell out of out of my my mouth And uh, so it's still sealed, but, like, the big chunk of the tooth that actually makes it uh, a molar is gone. And I feel like that's a metaphor for 2017, where just, like, the innards of my diseased maw, like, it was all holding itself together, at least it had the image of it, and then it, it just collapsed, and now is this unstructured, shattered shell just waiting to break apart. And it just couldn't even hang on to that, like, last few weeks. And, uh, I mean, this it's just not not a... I mean, this is the year that we found out that, like, all men are horrific. Yep, yeah. Uh, d- this is democracy. the year men found out all men are horrific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good very point. True. Very good point. Uh, democracy is just crumbling.
2: Like your tooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your tooth is a metaphor for a lot
1: of
3: stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 2017 is not
2: the white facade is finally is is finally breaking.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it it's just a rotten inner.
2: Yeah. Whew.
3: So wow. Johan, what about
1: you? So kin- Kingsman though what was <laughs> yeah, good? no, it was good. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Oh. I'm sure it's-
3: oh, you got the the uh, Channing Tatum with the lasso, and he's he's. I mean, that's a crying.
2: lot of people's fantasies. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. There's a the guy with a robot. <laughs> you just arms. got so like. <sighs> yeah. Frankly, I'm surprised oh. I
2: haven't seen it yet. No, it's it's yeah. fine. Given that. It's I, not
3: quite as good as the first one, but it was good.
2: Well, I didn't really <laughs> like the first one, so I'm probably not going to see it then.
3: No, no, I, I thought it was. It's, it's the same kind of like fun genre thing where you've got that James Bond thing, but they take it to the Western. It's good. Right.
1: 2017. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, probably the highlight was, I mean, my trip to Europe was pretty great. Yeah. Nice. I'd say that. And just, you know, Continuing living and working on things, and just trying to be a better person, maybe is a highlight.
2: I mean, you're already doing pretty well at it. I'm so. Doing all right.
1: I'm doing all right. So that I would say, I would say my trip. Man, fuck, huh? <laughs> fuck. I can't even say. You know, I graduated in 2018. So, but like, yeah. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this was the year that put me into therapy. <laughs>
1: This one? This one did it?
3: Officially it did. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad.
1: I mean, we won't reveal your age on the podcast. Fifteen. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean you've held out long like very long. I'm in I'm in therapy and I'm twenty one. I mean like come wow. on now. Yeah.
4: I started yeah. therapy when I was twenty one. Nice. I'm gonna start therapy as soon as I get my Medicare card and can find someone who I can get mm-hmm. a discounted rate from. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I think two thousand seventeen won
1: yeah yeah definitely did yeah, yeah. definitely definitely did.
4: but I'd, I'd challenge you to to still pick out something that was like a shining beacon Kingsman. amidst the dirt I really I didn't really just movie. yeah fair enough <laughs> uh
3: no I, I this podcast was a lot of fun enjoying that um yeah I I sat down and stared at this question on on Facebook for about 10 minutes where I'm just <laughs> like
2: oh I need to find something
3: <laughs> where is the silver lining <laughs>
2: Yeah,
4: that's fair. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, hopefully 2018. You know what better. the
1: silver lining of 2017 is? It's that it's coming to a close. It is. And that yeah. 2018 is going to come around, and then you can start something new. And you that gonna, tooth you fell out. Yeah. And that tooth fell out. You know what that means? 2018, you start off gold tooth. Brand new nice. tooth. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's a fresh start. I don't know. I don't know that it would have been better that your tooth falls out. At the at the beginning of 2018, what a way to start a year! You got that out of the way, and you, and you put it in a year that was already bad. Yeah, you know, you're leaving you it in 2017.
3: Should I I hold off on getting it fixed until the new year so yeah. I can start with like a new tooth? I mean, I mean, not painted. I, tainted I mean,
2: unless it hurts, if it hurts, please get it fixed. Yeah, I don't want you to be in pain. I care about you, and I care about your your well being. And I'm I'm already that's that's already a lot. Uh, so if if that's a if that can end the year on a good note to put it together, do that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. But if I'm, it's the kind of thing that's just kind of a bummer,
3: yeah. I, I I'm only yeah. concerned that it's going to break, but mm. it doesn't mm. hurt.
4: Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Tomas? Good. Yeah, so this year's been uh this has been a really great year for me, good. but <laughs> also a really like chaotic year for me. Um, tumultuous, yeah. Tumultuous is a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of um I guess discovering things about myself and learning things about the way that I function as a human being uh, and also about what I want out of life. Um, mm. It's been, oh God, I'm, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusting today. You guys You have no idea you do. Cause you're in the room. Um, yeah, it's been, I think a major highlight for me has been where this podcast has gone mm. in the past year. Um, our numbers have not gotten as big as I wanted them to uh, like last January, I thought like, Oh, like, you know, we're going to be regularly pulling X amount by the end of this year. We're not, but they have not gotten worse. Uh, they just, you know, didn't go where I was projecting them to go. Um, but in terms of like the quality of what we're putting out, like this show has gotten so much better. Yeah. And like, I owe that to you guys primarily, like the three of you and Kate and like, you know David and Taffer and Julian, who are all kind of. I think around, we can safely
2: you know? take me out of the equation because I they are what has changed. I <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm the thing just is like you,
4: you've grown and changed too. Like that, that's, that's the true. thing is, it's, you know, true. It yeah, bringing in new voices and fresh ideas helps, but like the consistency that you bring has been really great as well. And it's like I feel like we yeah we are making this thing better than it was, and we're like actively making it better than it was and making it as good as it could be, mm-hmm. and like. That's exciting for me. And I, you know, and you
2: too, like you, you, this is a little bit of behind the scenes for, uh, Jesus, you are gross today. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I, take it back. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making everything. worse. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like a little bit of behind the scenes, like you are, you're, you're really proactive and you always mm. like get things done. And there's a lot that you, you do so much for the, for this podcast. Like if you, there's a reason that for a while we just wouldn't record on one week if you couldn't. You know, like now,
4: now it's because it's in my house. <laughs> yeah, now it's because it's
2: in your house. But like also you just, you in a lot of ways are the lifeblood of this podcast. Mm. And like, I mean, uh, along with us, you know, but the, you produce and, and it. Kate Bradley. And Kate. Kate I love Bradley. you, Kate.
1: My Kate Bradley impression. And Julian.
2: <laughs> 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 but like, I feel like saying that you're the producer of the podcast mm. is underselling what you do. Fair. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I feel I
4: get that on a practical level. I totally get that. But on on like a personal level, like I definitely feel like I would not be able to do this without you guys. Mm. So like you guys make me good at doing what I'm good at. See, so this is all that.
3: very heartfelt and sweet, and makes me feel like a jackass for going on my, <laughs> my dark screed of. <laughs> well,
2: you you have a, now you have an opportunity. Do you want to be a little more heartfelt? Yeah,
3: yeah we can
2: swing back around. I think you were plenty heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think I think twenty eighteen <laughs> is going to be a different year for you, and yeah. that's all there is to it, man. It can't be a great year for always.
3: Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Exactly. every year can't be great. Some years are just like a. Yeah. a You know,
1: throw away. Charles
3: Manson died this year. Hey,
2: Shout out. (laughs) That's true. Yep,
3: yep. So Uh, we got that going for us.
4: Yeah, Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you know, I I think that what you were saying is absolutely heartfelt. It's just, you know, your heart's (laughs) in a different place.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
4: you know, and and honestly, that's a thing that, like, I have been really appreciating about this show and about you guys and that I know our audience appreciates as well is that, like, we're all really fucking vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like we come into this room and it's kind of a safe space to just like dump our shit and be like, "Hey, like my tooth fell out of my face. I just realized (laughs) I'm non-binary. I've got the shits. Like you know, we're we're really honest about what's going on in our lives from week after week, and like that's huge and that's really important and significant.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So thank you. And I mean, it's it's paid off, right? Yeah, we've gotten some really good reviews. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we two, absolutely have yeah. two uh, two new ones. That uh, let's go ahead and give them a little reader. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, we've got a uh, from uh, is this is this from I don't know where this is from. That first one,
4: the first one, there's from D Boy Dan.
2: Yeah, but is it Stitcher? Is it? But these are from Stitcher. Yeah, is Stitcher. All right, so we got a Stitcher uh, from D Boy Dan who says, "What a good boy! This host is such a good boy. Very lovely. Would do." Now Thanks, I don't know D-boy which Dan. of us
4: I don't know which of us D Boy Dan was talking about, but like.
2: I think there's there's think, a lot of good boys on this show. I think it applies to all of us. Yeah. If you if you take boy as a gender neutral na- name, which we, I do, yeah, we yeah. do.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna. Do I take go out on do a Do I take and... boy as a... What's that? <laughs> oh. No, continue that thought. No. I- <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that do we decided that boy is gender neutral? I, I I go dude is general ne- gender neutral for me.
3: I don't that anybody thinks boy is gender <laughs> neutral. Inter- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two people just said they did and asked me if I did as well. So, I don't know, Adrian. You're going to have to pick a side I, real okay, quick. I, I, so- I said it facetiously. So, right. so
4: here's I'm going to defend this, actually. Alright, go for it. When you see a dog, mm-hmm. you're like, that's a good boy. Mm-hmm.
1: No matter what that dog's gender is. That's just because but- I'm a bigot, though. And <laughs> I assume things yeah. about dogs that I shouldn't. You assume yeah. they're good? I we, that's That's the first
2: thing.
3: I think I mean, uh no. words have meanings yeah. yeah and uh that one has a, a meaning and it is gender specific
2: <laughs> i think guys is mm. has become gender neutral yeah. yeah
4: okay so then which of the three of us does d-boy dan want to do
3: i'm pretty sure it's tom
1: i'm i'm fairly <laughs> certain it's tom <laughs> pretty sure it's tom it's probably tom yeah, yeah. It's well, it's tom or julian
2: bradley <laughs> <laughs>
3: But uh, we've got another one from dude. Good Grief. Charlie oh, I see Brown. that one is
2: highlighted. Did you want us to read that one instead of the other one? Oh no, they're, they're I was supposed to. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. switcher, just a little switcher, switcher, switch switcher.
3: So this is from twenty days ago. Good times. Uh, just what you want in a podcast: a group of cool people talking about diverse topics with a fun and approachable attitude. Whoa! Wow, I well, like thank it.
1: you to both you, D Boy Dan, and you, Good Grief Charlie Brown. Yeah, we appreciate those reviews. And look at this isn't my. I'm not supposed to say this part, <laughs> the closing stuff part. <laughs> nope. nope we're not we're not closing yet. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: it's a little bit yeah. of a thing.
4: Yeah, I I think I I also I have another highlight, um, and yeah. that's just that like this year I got to like fall in love and have a good time with that, and that's been really cool because it's not something I thought I was going to get. Literally thought that I was going to like just, okay, so like a month before I realized that I was in love with my now girlfriend, I had been starting to tell people like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die alone and I'm just going to now really dedicate myself to getting shit done in my life. And uh, now I get a lot less shit done, but I am much happier. Uh, And that's been really great.
2: Good. I'm glad to hear that. Your well-being is also important to me. Thank and you. It's good to hear that you're happier. Yeah, shout out to you.
0: Shout out to you <laughs> and shout
2: out to to the partner. Shout to out that. to love. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well,
1: shout out to love is my favorite Justin Bieber song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that track. Shout out to Love sounds like like a
4: a shitty Christian worship song. <laughs> Oof.
2: Yeah, trying trying to be poppy. Shout out to Jesus would be fucking nice.
4: <laughs> but really, shout out to Jesus because yeah. we all know we wouldn't be here tonight without yeah. him. Shout out to Certainly. Jesus who
2: was born yesterday. Right? Yep, uh, that fucking guy. You're, so you're doing you're doing great. You're um you made it through a day. Mm-hmm. Going one day without dying is impressive at your age. So, yeah. and in in that age. In that age, yeah. especially, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was he Tomorrow, like <laughs> <Jesus? He's>, he <laughs>
1: thirty-four.
2: I me. Jesus.
1: He was thirty-three.
4: He was just born, little, little baby. pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs>
3: I, I do very specifically remember him dying.
2: He was that 34. was definitely
3: a thing that happened. Yeah, but yeah.
2: <laughs> but but then he, then he undied. Yeah, that, that's kind of the thing.
3: You can resurrect, but the then un-RS3P'd. you transition. He still died.
2: <laughs> he still died.
3: He, he uh, responded maybe at, to that yeah, event in his yeah. in his
2: early thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 33, 34, 33, 34 right. is the estimate. Not a bad
1: age to go at. at I'm that t- at that time. You know, I yeah. have
3: outlived Jesus. Good job. High fives.
4: <laughs> oh wow! There's a chat. You know what I'm realizing about high fives across this table? Just for a little behind the scenes, <laughs> we need to do like a low five situation because yeah, oh. then people can actually like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It's awkward, right? My yeah. arms are very. It's short.
2: awkward no matter what you do though. Yeah. Well,
4: it's a big yeah. table. Yeah. 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 Um You know yeah. what else is a big table? I, w- I was actually thinking I would really like Johan to read this part. Because Vianna- I think there's something in here
1: that's going to make Johan. <laughs> roll this his table eyes. is
2: just as big as the announcement that Johan is about to read.
1: Folks, we're excited to announce that Up for Discussion is holding its first ever Holiday Contest Extravaganza. <laughs> If you share this episode on Facebook, and Facebook, it's important. It has to be on Facebook, and you tag us in the post, you will be entered to win a glossy poster featuring new Up For Discussion art (laughs) designed by Kate Bradley, autographed by all the hosts. Yeah. To enter, simply share this episode on Facebook, making sure to tag us, Up For Discussion, in the post. You can enter once per day that the contest is running. Just share the episode and tag us every day. That's all there is to it. So you can
2: do it multiple times. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. But
1: once per day? For the duration of the contest. Gotcha. Yeah. Your name will be entered once in the raffle for each day you share and tag. Ooh. The winner will be John on the next episode of the podcast. Good luck, and may the pods be ever in your favor. <laughs> nice. I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill you. Uh,
0: I love it. Ready Player One coming to theaters Friday. It's-a me, Mario. <laughs> and uh, me, Luigi. And also Sonic. Yeah, Darky ah, Kong.
1: Kong. Finally, the nerds get their revenge Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I wish I could do that voice.
4: Friday, that guy. Friday,
2: that was pretty good. Thanks.
4: Give us another one of those.
2: Friday, yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm missing the like the rumble mm-hmm. that, that that you that you are
3: on. you ready to <laughs>
1: rumble? What it is is that you need to smoke more cigars. Uh, I was yeah. gonna
3: say it's not too uh, late to start smoking.
1: People don't know this, but I'm always chewing on a a big. Uh, Cubano, you know? Yeah. I
2: Yeah. Your, your laugh was also a visual gag to all of us. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about you, Johan, is that you're just as funny heard as you are seen. <laughs> Shout out to me, Friday. <laughs> Shout out to me is a it would be a, also a shitty pop song, <laughs> also a shitty worship song. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh man, you guys,
2: you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys! Guys, remember to rate and review mm-hmm. on iTunes and Stitcher, like uh, D Boy Dan and Good Grief Charlie Brown did. Follow their lead, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Except like maybe if you're gonna compliment one of us, be specific about who it is. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. D Boy Dan.
4: Go back, edit your Stitcher. Delete yeah. your first comment. Write us a new comment telling us which of the yeah. hosts you would do.
2: Make sure that this time D Boy stands for Details Boy. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 because before it it stood for Dingus Boy.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dingus Boy
2: Friday. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. There's a lot. Just pick one. And I mean, maybe plural. Is that good for our numbers? To if people subscribe i mean probably, probably. good if, for our
1: numbers bad for your hard drive up for <laughs> discussion friday. <laughs> friday, friday
2: friday and share this episode with one friend uh, who you are not getting a gift for for christmas yeah, yeah. yeah. this is yeah. the gift. gift this is the gift wow. be like Easy hey man gift. or or dude guy z- person mm-hmm. non-binary hey, gender free hey person Like this podcast,
0: boy. (laughs) I
2: I purposely didn't get you anything on Christmas, so I could give you this. Yeah. Hey.
4: Merry holidays. Hey, listen. Your buddy just shared this episode of for discussion with you, and you made it all the way to the end of the show. That's really cool. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. You know, whatever holiday you're celebrating this year, I hope you had a really good... Really good time. And I hope happy you, Festivus.
1: Happy yeah. time. Happy good time. Happy, happy <laughs>
2: life day.
4: Happy holiday times for you. And I hope that you tell your friend who sent this to you, go give them a hug and say, hey, man, next year. Hey, boy. <laughs> next year, let's, let's give each other some boy gifts. Yeah. I think that's anyone else have a message for the friend who got this episode? Uh, you're,
2: I'm happy that you and your friend have, have a relationship the way that you do. Yeah. And and I I hope it only gets it only becomes more of of what it is. If you had a
1: crappy year, I hope that this was a little light today. And also, I hope that you have a great twenty eighteen, or at least yeah. a better twenty eighteen than your 2017. Many, twenty seventeen. Uh, no matter 10. how
2: your 2017 twenty seventeen went, I hope your twenty eighteen is twenty great. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and if you turn twenty seven this year, well, I hope next year you turn twenty
3: great.
2: You can follow us uh, collectively on Twitter at downwithtalking and you can follow us individually I met no the other Simon
3: I'm at Boxless Thoughts.
2: I'm at Johan Denora. And I'm at Tom's Alatni. And thank you so much for listening. And especially, special thanks Mm -hmm. to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their theme music, all their music at all, for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. They don't just do theme music, you guys. They do do alt rock. All (laughs) kinds of alt rock music from their EP. You got alt rock blues alt rock funk
1: alt rock jazz and to all a good night
0: I like Happy this is. Boxing Day! <laughs> Happy Boxing Day from the Boxing Day Goblin! Please, remember your kids. Remember your wives. Remember that you can leave them at home. Because you don't even need to leave your home anymore. Just do all your shopping online at Amazon.com or .ca, depending on where you live. Yeah, we
4: can do an Amazon ad on the show.
0: How did you spell Amazon? I spelt mine with twelve A's and seven W's. They're all silent. It's Amazon.
5: That's just Welsh. <laughs>